On today's podcast, we are talking about stress versus trauma and how too little for too long can lead us to a place of the body feeling like it's in a traumatic state. A lot of people think about trauma as emotional or as extreme situations, but today we're going to discuss how mental and emotional trauma is actually wrapped up in our entire body's experience, which is psychological. So we hope that this helps you understand the two here. And we do want to give credit to Dr. Amy Epigain for a webinar that she did that Beck and I found so valuable. We wanted to bring the highlights of that webinar here. And there's going to be links in the show notes if you'd like to watch that for yourself. Let's take a dive in. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, over. All that I know is Happy Monday, everyone. February. Oh my goodness. Month of love. Oh, yes. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Hallmark holiday. Valentine was a saint, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to explain it to Carson the other day. He was asking what Valentine's Day was. I was like, well, Valentine's was a saint. And that's all I know. Basically, all you need to know as a toddler is that we're going to get you some... We'll get you some chocolate. Chocolate. And what are, what are those cards we got to get and make them all for our friends in the class? Oh, Valentine's Day cards? Yeah, Valentine's cards. You know, like they fold them up and they're cute. And yeah. And they have like a sucker or something in there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I need to not bring candy that's not allowed in class. I'm going to pack. I need to create a list of what I'm going to bring on this trip. I'm leaving next Wednesday. Well, technically I'm leaving yeah. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pray for me, everyone. Yeah. I'm the mom that brings the fruit tray and the veggie tray, which has been a huge hit yes. when we had the parties, yeah. um, which is awesome because I don't want my child to be needing medication or having surgery at the age of 12 or 13. So anyways, that was a dig on last Wednesday's <laughs> podcast. That was a dig on last Wednesday's podcast. Um, I'm saying it's up to me. It's up to me. What was I? I saw a pot. I saw a, uh, the meme has been going around a lot of uh, Melissa McCarthy, her, um, the movie where she throat punches. What's his face? <laughs> I don't, I don't. It's so great. And it, it's always like when someone tries to hand my kid sugar and it's like, a, it, it cuts to her throat punching him in like the middle of the street. Anyways, um, if you haven't seen it, you probably are like, what are you talking about, Becca? And if you have, you're probably laughing because it's a hilarious meme. I'm going to share it later. I just looked it up and it says when you're a stay at home mom and daddy walks through the door and she's running away from the car with the backpack on. <laughs> she, she is one of my favorite actresses and there are so many good cuts from that video there's one where she's wearing like a bag of like a paper bag, like a fast food paper bag and just flicking everyone off. Like there's so many good memes. Um, oh Liz and I will have to dive into this later. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know how I got on this one, but it says I don't always poop when I pee, but I always pee when I poop. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with poop. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. All right. We got a straight so, to the point today. Yep. We got, we both got to get this done in 30 minutes. So you got a 30 minute podcast coming your way. Welcome to the food code. Um, I am Becca Chilsonkowski, functional nutrition diagnostic practitioner, and I'm Liz, Liz Roman, nutritional therapy practitioner, restorative wellness. And we just have to give you guys the disclaimer: this is for educational purposes only. Anything that we say on our podcast is not medical advice. Please do not sue us. <laughs> <laughs> you should not joke about that. I know. Actually. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I should never say that. I take it back. Um, mm. Okay, so we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic today, and. We're going to give some credit to the doctor later on today. Um, This was from a training that Liz and I both watched that was just like so unbelievably powerful how she put it that we wanted to kind of transfer it into our podcast. Um, 
and and talk through this because a lot of people I think think as trauma as a very emotional thing mm-hmm. like or extreme mm-hmm. like oh someone had a traumatic childhood they were in a car accident or they were in an abusive relationship or like these things that are very serious they were physically abused and these are obvious ones like uh, yes those are traumas those are very serious traumas but the thing is is that many of us have trauma and we are talking more physiological trauma here because here's the thing your body does not decipher mental and emotional and physical everything can become traumatic to the body and we are not going to ignore the very severe very real intense traumas that a lot of people go through unfortunately but what we are going to discuss today is that how those extreme traumas are actually very similar to everyday traumas that end up adding up and how the body perceives those things. Yep. Yeah, because your mental and emotional are just another contributor to the physical trauma that could have occurred, right? And your body remembers these things, right? There's a really great book called The Body Keeps Score. I want to give that uh, shout out here and we can link that out in the show notes. Um, The training that we're referencing was actually one of my mentors from Restorative Wellness uh, that interviewed this doctor and it's just so powerful. And so we can even link that here. You guys could watch and listen. Um, It's on their website. Restorative Wellness is just fantastic education. And I love all of the things that they do to continue to bring people in and host these special webinars because there's so many things that you could dive into, you know, when it comes to uh, health and wellness. And that's why we try to give you guys a very big array and diverse, um, you know, just variety of topics, right? On the podcast, we try to cover a lot of things because it's not just one or two things, you know, that. (laughs) Oh no, not at all. I mean, like so much goes into your health. So much. And the thing that I wanted to briefly chat, chat about was Dr. Amy Appigain, which who is the person that did this training. She said she got into this because she fostered a child that she ended up adopting. Mm. And she said, you know, I, before I fostered him and adopted him, like I just believed that my love as a mother was going to be so powerful that it was going to be enough. And it wasn't. Mm. And she basically like was like, I thought that love was going to be enough to help heal his past trauma. Yeah. And it wasn't. And she went through trauma and she started to realize like, I'm not the one that had the childhood trauma. He was. Mm-hmm. And she, she ended up with chronic fatigue syndrome to where like she couldn't get out of bed. She and she's like, I realized what trauma actually is because stress and trauma are kind of just a progression of one another. Mm-hmm. So if you think about stress or trauma, like rocks or boulders and stress is when you're holding up those rocks or that big boulder. And as long as you can keep that rock up, you remain in this stress phase. And in this phase, you actually feel pretty good. Like people in this phase don't really think anything's wrong. They think they're going to keep up with it. They think that they have good energy. You probably feel pretty decent here. You're not dealing with a whole lot of symptoms. You feel like you can accomplish, accomplish a lot. And that's because in this phase, the body is functioning at a very high rate. It's at a very high potential. Your cells are at a very high potential here. But eventually, you cannot hold those rocks up any longer. Yeah. And when you think about gut health and all the other things that you're doing day to day, it's too much. You get to a breaking point. Um, and one of the things that she mentions in this uh, episode or this webinar, excuse me, is you know, you're holding this boulder up, but if you have a lot of inflammation going on in the body and in your gut, that's when you break. You're not going to last as long. 
you know, because you're not nourished. She talks a little bit about too little for too long or too much too fast, too hard too fast. And we see this, I think every one of our clients is in this place um, in terms of how their central nervous system perceives their stressors in life because we're essentially in this place where you clam up. Your body starts to go on lockdown because its number one job is to keep you alive and you have all of this underlying prolonged stress or trauma that's here. You get into what we call a cell danger response and your body is unable to properly break down, digest, and absorb nutrients. It's unable to get them into the cells where it needs to be. We have inflammation that is breaking apart our cells, which is breaking apart the lining and integrity of the gut, which is leading to leaky gut and all of these other systemic issues in the body, a lot of dis-ease, not disease, but a lot of dis-ease, joint pain, brain fog, fatigue, all of this, right? And then there comes that too much too fast, a divorce, a car accident, a death in the family, somebody gets sick in your family, you're taking care of a loved one, you have a major infection, right? Something that is you get sick with, And what we're finding actually is COVID has Mm -hmm. been a big trigger for a lot of this. People get covid and then long COVID, all of these are like, their body isn't the same. I work with a couple clients. One of them in particular, I'm thinking of, she, ever since she got COVID, her periods have been completely, and that is not because COVID caused it. It's because COVID was the extra rock she couldn't, her body couldn't hold up anymore. And so what we're saying is that when you can keep those things up and those, you can keep those rocks above head, you're in a stress response still. When you can't anymore, now you've reached a trauma. This is when your body has entered that trauma state. And that is basically when it's just too much. And I, a lot of times people, and you can tell people are in this place when they are at that mental place of, I'm just overwhelmed. Like, I just can't anymore. And you basically feel this like level of defeat. And like Liz was saying, this can happen from a trauma, from like a true you know, traumatic experience being the trigger, or it can happen from daily toxic overload getting too far. It can happen from gut dysfunction. And the more things that you have going on that cause stress on the body, the more likely you're going to reach that trauma place sooner. Mm -hmm. It's basically like thinking of a cup and you fill that cup with a little bit of toxicity and then you fill it with a little bit of bloating and gut gut issues. Then you fill it with too little of food because you're in a calorie deficit because you're trying to lose weight. Then you fill it with too much exercise because you figure moving more is going to be. And now you just are reaching a point where your body cannot handle all of the stresses. So the more stresses you have, the more likely you are going to not handle other stresses as well. And there was an example that was given on the webinar. Some, a lady asked about her daughter who was a victim of a violent crime. And she said that she tried a lot of things and she just got to the point where she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to live my life. And the mother of her daughter was like, you know, I know that she still has that experience locked up inside of her and it eats away at her. And the doctor running the webinar said, I'm sure that when she was in that act, she already had had a point of she had a lot of burden on her body. Mm -hmm. And then that happened. And so this is why we talk so much about getting testing done to understand what are the burdens on your body? What are the stressors? What are those things that your body's trying to handle that it obviously can't anymore? And when it can't, unfortunately, now our cells can't keep up. They can't make energy as well. Now you're dealing with inflammation. You're dealing with insulin resistance. You're dealing with blood sugar issues. And honestly, the sad thing that most people really draw the line at 
is when they start gaining weight. That's when people are like, that, that's it. I'll deal with a lot. But when I start seeing that scale going up, that's it. Something needs to change. Yeah. And that's sad because from a female perspective, I mean, that's the number. I, mean, I would say more in the last year, we've not heard weight be such a big thing for a lot of our clients because they just want to feel better. Yes. I mean, people that we work with, the dysfunction and disease is so f- deep, um, you know, that they're like, I, I ju- yes, I want to lose weight, but I also just, I really want to feel better and be able to show up for my life. And so we have to create an environment that allows them to properly heal. Yeah. That's going to come with maybe removing, uh, some things in their life, right? Removing certain stressors that we can, if we can control them, removing different types of food, standard American diet, inflammatory foods, toxins, you know, things that they're exposed to, removing things that stress them out in terms of the should factor. I hate that word. Um, you know, Juliet, one of my clients, she's a therapist and um, I've worked with her several years. I just adore her. And she always says, I want to age gracefully. And she hates the word should because it places all this guilt on you, right? I, I should do this. I should do this. I should do this. No wonder we're always in this place of trauma and stress and our body doesn't feel safe. So we have to create the environment for your body to feel safe. And then, yes, we want to start removing the bad bacteria. We want to start removing things that are in the body that shouldn't be there so that we can rebalance, we can restore, we can rebuild, uh, you know, whatever it is. If it's your gut microbiome, if it's your hormones, if it's all the above, it's, you know, your bird, your, the burden on your liver, all those things. But we get it, so many people coming in that they're afraid to eat. They're so afraid of eating 2,000 calories. My God, I can't imagine eating 2,000 calories because society has told us, well, if you want to lose weight, the equation is calories in, calories out. That's all it takes. doesn't matter what's going on in your life. And less is more. Less is the opposite of more. What we want here is more nourishment, more good, more digestive capacity, more support to anti or to deflame, right? We need more of all of the good stuff so that your body then can feel safe to release some of these things so that you can let that trauma go. Mm-hmm. And when we can do that, we get healthier, we're happier, our body improves in terms of just vitality and vibrance. You know, vibrancy, I think that's a word. Um, you have more energy, you have more stamina, all of this stuff. Because you guys, you have to understand that your body is so smart. God designed our body. It's just, a, it's amazing. It's amazing. Your body adapts to so many different things. And that's what happens when it deals with a lot of stressors is it'll adapt. And as you experience more and more stress, your body will continue to find ways to adapt to pull you back to or try to pull you back to a homeostasis. And so when we don't give our body enough food, your body's going to pull energy from certain functions that it doesn't see as essential. It'll start to pull energy from digestion. That's why digestion is typically one of the first symptoms that people start to see when they have dysfunction. Your body will pull energy from reproductive systems. Hello, hormones. Your body will pull energy from, or it will start to slow down energy expenditure. Feeling tired, brain fog, can't remember things, feel like you're not as sharp on things, feel like your workouts are a little bit more sluggish. It is all purposeful from the body because your body's trying to keep you alive. And essentially, when you get into this trauma state, your body will go into this storage shutdown mode. They become, your, your body becomes fatigued. Your cells become fatigued. They become unhealthy. And that's usually when people experience the most symptoms. And so what do we, right, what do, we do here? Like, okay, if, you, if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm either full on in that stress place or I have crossed over. Like I am now in that trauma place, my body. And when we say trauma, guys, we mean your body. 
Mm-hmm. Your physiological, the cells, those are what are traumatized. Not you. You might mentally feel okay. Maybe you're a little like exhausted from it all, or you're, you know, you feel like you can't give anymore. You know, like you're, you're just like, I don't know what to do anymore. That might be how you feel mentally, but we're not talking that you're like super traumatized. You know, think of like a small child scared. That that's not what we're talking about. We are talking about your body and your cells cannot handle anymore. And so you might feel that in different symptoms. You might feel that in digestive symptoms. You might feel it in poor sleep, chronic fatigue, like whatever that looks like. And the biggest thing here is you need to understand what needs to be done because that is the part that a lot of people fight on. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think the reason why they fight so hard is because, again, they want things to be fixed within 30 days. And it just doesn't really work that way. Um, unless maybe, you know, you're somebody who's felt really good and then all of a sudden like this is just popping up. Um, but even in those cases, it's typically things that have been compensated for and you've not recognized that you're just really good. Maybe like a type A personality, you know, you're just really good at handling the shit. You get shit done. Uh, but now this has popped up and you're like, okay, I can't ignore it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so you, you want it to be fixed because it just popped up, but you don't recognize that what's been going on under the hood has been you know, going on for way longer than you probably think. So we need three things um, to start to help the body and support the body to get out of this place of trauma. And the number one is energy, reducing inflammation, fixing your cells, supporting your mitochondrial function, supporting your drainage, supporting your detox, working on your gut so that you can actually properly digest, break down and absorb things. You know, I've been talking on my Instagram account about it's not a food issue, it's a function issue. And when we say a function issue, we're talking about the entire digestive cascade. Things that happen from the start of digestion in your brain until that waste excretes your body. What are the blocking factors here? Are you not chewing your food well enough? Are you not sitting down with your meals and practicing good eating hygiene? Do you not have enough stomach acid, which then in turn results in less pancreatic enzymes being released when food is moving through to break down the foods and actually put them in a form of particles that you can use and absorb? Do we have a need for bile or bile insufficiency, right? Bile is really important. We did a whole podcast on that. Um, Do we have a lot of inflammation going on in the gut? Is there leaky gut? There's a variety of things here. But when people are like, well, my doctor just told me remove, 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 guess what you're removing? energy, mm-hmm. nutrients, vitamins, and minerals. And this is why I don't like removing things unless, for example, on an MRT, we see it and we know your immune system is seeing this yep. food is not safe temporarily. The long-term goal is to get you back eating the foods that you love. And sure, there might be a couple things that you don't tolerate real well, um, but you shouldn't have to remove foods forever. So that's really, really important. And then the big piece with this is reducing the things that are draining your energy. We've talked about this in the past in terms of drains and charges. What drains you in your day? What meeting are you going into that you're just like, man, I don't want to go to this meeting today. You know, what's bringing you joy? When was the last time that you laughed, that you called a friend, that you danced around your living room or sang in the car? Like, what are you doing in your day to day to really counterbalance 
the drains, mm-hmm. right? We know that our kids drain us. They need a, a lot from us. They suck a lot of energy out of us because they got all this energy that we in our <laughs> mid thirties are trying to like keep up with, you know, but then you have your work, you have your brain power, your brain burns 20% of your calories in a day, just thinking and being productive. You got your homes that you need to k- take care of. You got all these things that are draining you. Joy, find joy, find calm in your day. Do something a couple times a day to fill your cup up. And I'll let Becca speak to the next two here. Yep. And I would say too, I know that you touched this. You got to be eating enough. Mm-hmm. Like you, and it might be more than you ever have eaten before because your body needs more help. You need more support. And typically you need to feed the body up before you can take away from it again. You cannot just continue to cut. Like you can't, like you just can't. And the next one is time. So you need to give the body time to heal and you have to do it slowly at first. And how you kind of think about this is like when you get to this place of trauma, when your body is in this place of trauma, you're kind of like a toddler. You're kind of like, you don't know how to listen to your body. You don't know how to be in tune with your body. You don't, you've reached this place where the body has just had so much and it doesn't know what to do. And imagine that trauma, like this deep swimming pool. You're not just going to throw a toddler into a deep swimming pool to deal with it. Like you need to teach them how to hold their breath. You need to teach them how to paddle. You need to give them some support at first. It needs to go slow. It needs to be given time. And so that is why when we do all of these protocols, we start low and slow because we don't know how someone's going to respond to things. We don't know how sensitive their body is. That's why we try to do as much testing as possible. We get like, testing's expensive. You can't run, not everyone can run $1,500 worth of testing. And so when you start things, you don't necessarily know every single thing that that body is dealing with. And so if you put something in place that puts more stress on the body, you might unleash other things. And so we always start low with clients because we simply need to give the body time to slowly chip away and deal with it. And, and that it, takes time. It takes time. And at the same time, we're looking at all the things that we can do to help fill the void, right? When we talk about this in terms of too little for too long, there's so many vitamins and minerals that get depleted in the body because of the high levels of stress, not to mention the reduced digestive capacity. So we also want to put things in place to really help support the body, right? It's not just removing things and oh cool I got a GI map and it says I have all this bacteria so I got to get it out right now I have several clients right now who I'm like yeah this is something that we need to address it's not the first thing it's not the domino that we're going after first we've got to knock down some other dominoes so that we can successfully eradicate those things so I just want to add that in there because you know you do need additional supports uh, and that's why sometimes the protocols can be robust but I always tell my clients you're here and we're crossing the T's and we're dotting the I's because we're going to do our best to make sure that this is really effective. And the last one here is safety. Your body has to feel safe. And so how do you do that? You have to remove stressors and you have to start to look at what got you there in the first place. This is one thing that is the hardest thing that I think people have to change. Everyone can get testing and see, oh, wow, I need to deal with that. I need to take this supplement to remove that, whatever it is. But what is deeper than that is what allowed your body to get to this place in the first place. We need to address the damage that was done and what caused it. What factors of your lifestyle allowed that? That is rebalancing your body and your life. And you need to take a deep look at, you know, what's going on? 
without the protocol, without the supplements, without the testing, like what else was there? Was it a lack of food that drove you here? Was it too much exercise? Was it a really stressful traumatic event like that you need to heal from? What, what are the things that were just too much for your body? And then you need to start changing those because otherwise you will end up in the exact same spot after all of the work you put in because you never actually changed the foundation that drove where you're at. Yeah. And I think your emotions too, how you're handling these things. Are you suppressing things in your life? Are you coping with them by, you know, using substances to give you that instant gratification to ignore it? We talked about this recently. A lot of people do this and Beck and I both been there and it sucks and it's hard to face those things, but the internal thoughts and the beliefs and your emotions have to be a part of this process because I promise you, dietary changes and supplements alone are not going to keep you in a place. Once you've done the work to really heal, restore, now you got the maintenance aspect of it, right? So this is where we talk about like, you know, rebalancing and restoring your life. This has becomes a new lifestyle for you, that you're doing things to take care of yourself, that you're drawing the lines in the sand, that you're setting boundaries, that you're saying no when you need to, you know, that you're recognizing the symptoms before they're loud, right? You're hearing those whispers and then you're adjusting in the moment. You're saying, hey, you know what? Oh man, yeah. Gone out to eat a little bit too much this month. Maybe I need to scale that back. Hey, maybe I overtrained this week. I'm not recovering. I'm sore. I need to take a rest day. I need to stretch. I need to go for a walk. All of these things are going to matter and it's a lifelong evaluation. When people graduate from our program, we talk a lot about that. It's the ever-evolving evaluation, the day-to-day evaluations. How do I feel? Get in tune with your body. Listen to it. What do you need? So those are the three pieces when somebody is in trauma. And obviously, you know, you really, if you want to get out of this place, if you're like, yeah, that is me. You guys are talking about me. I feel like it's just too much. Life is too much right now. You need to work with somebody to guide you and to support you on your journey to get you out of this place as fast as possible, as smooth as possible with the right things for you because there's no one, it's not just a one-way highway here and it's not just one highway. There's many ways to approach this depending upon you know what is going on and that's why you need a comprehensive view of everything with the test or your labs or your symptoms, right? One of our questionnaires is over 320 symptoms. I wanna know where is your body burdened? What's been going on? What does your diet look like? All these things we have to take into account. We can't just look at a test or hear somebody has you know one or two symptoms and assume things because there's so many crossovers, right? In terms of symptoms. So we just wanted to explain this for you guys today. And hopefully that makes sense for you. Um, if it does, please like the show, share it with a friend, somebody who needs to hear this, that needs to hear that it's okay to slow down. It's okay to say no. It's okay to set those boundaries. And we will be back with you on Wednesday. I'm a